0: We're so excited to spend some time with you today on the Awakening Moments podcast. My name is Lori.
1: And I am Rhonda. And it's our hope that you would feel like we are with you wherever you are right now, having a real-life conversation about life in all its beauty and in all its mess. We believe that God wants to open our eyes to an awakening moment that will help us thrive in every part of our being. So we invite you on this adventure with us as we listen, learn, and grow together. something significant I've been doing and I know you've been doing and many of our friends have been doing is at the beginning of a year well leading out of a year going Mm -hmm. into a new year I start to wait in the Lord and ask God for a word I kind of like to start the year off centering myself around a word and God has been so faithful to show up every single time and to give me a word and have you sensed that in your own spirit as well in your journey yeah, yeah, definitely. And I love it too. Like I love the the excitement
0: of wondering like what is the word gonna be for the next year and and what's it gonna mean for my life? Like what is it that God wants to do? What does he want to accomplish? What does he wanna show me or reveal or work out in my life? And often at the very beginning, you know, when I'm sort of getting the word or just this picture of maybe what it is um or what this journey is gonna be like. It never looks exactly like what I think when I start. And so it's always fun and exciting to go on the journey with God.
1: And it is quite incredible when you write down the word and you look at the end of a year, what that previous word has meant through the year. It is incredible the tapestry of God's faithfulness, but also the significance of how he moves in your heart and spirit. Just like you said, not necessarily what you think, but when you look back, you're like, oh, that that's exactly what happened. Last year my my word was crowned, and I felt like understanding authority. And then this whole thing we had with crushing snakes and authority in the spirit, but also understanding who I was in Christ and coming into his presence as his daughter. And just all that comes with with God and being his daughter. And just how God just brought so many different perspectives to that word it was just astounding for me last year. So it's also neat to kind of look through. I often do that, um, coming at, you know, around new years, thinking about what was last year, what was my word, thinking about God's faithfulness, some of those highlights, what I learned spiritually. I do take some time of reflection and going into this word and this year, I kind of want to share my word of what I'm sensing. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to hear that. You know what, just before you do, I'll
0: share a little bit about my word from last year yes, too, and then we'll dive into, to your word. Um, you know, the word that the Lord gave me last year was confidence mm. and con like to have confidence in the Lord. It really was an identity year I, as well for me. And I felt like in the turn of the year, I felt like one of the things that God wanted to eradicate from my life was inferiority. Mm. I felt like he wanted to just get rid of that from my life. And so, Um, I went on a journey of confidence, of understanding how to have confidence in the Lord, not in myself, but in the Lord and in who he is. And But little did I know that on the journey that it was going to take me down this pathway of trust of vulnerability, and and really of boldness of like understanding who I am in Christ and being able to step out in the confidence or the boldness or the assurance of who God is in any and every situation, no matter what I see with my eyes, trusting that he is absolutely faithful. So again, what I thought at the very, very beginning of the year did not turn out to be exactly sort of how it ended and the work that God did in my life. And um, I ended the year with studying Fear Not as part of that journey. And I didn't get finished studying it. Like there were still more verses that I wanted to unpack and, 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 um, and dig into. But I still, so I was wondering at the end of the year, am I going to just stay in this and keep, keep going on this journey? But the Lord gave me a new word and I'm excited about that part,
1: the, the new journey too. So, so exciting. So we're just going to unpack that, the yeah. both of us about our words and what love God's it. sensing. And I just love that. It's so true because just kind of finishing up that conversation, when God gives you a word, it's so easy to kind of put our ideas around what that word means, even how we've been taught about that word or what we feel. Oh, yeah, of course. Or even sometimes God will give you words. You're like, really? that word <laughs> I want something
0: way bigger yeah <laughs> I know you and I are classics though too eh whenever God gives us a word we always think of this grandiose <laughs> it, like we always think of the grandiose first yeah. and usually it's like this deep deep work of like repentance and like <laughs> oh, God actually humbling us but totally. we're like wow I this know. is it this is the year I know like, even the word confidence right oh, it's like yeah. this like grandiose word yeah. and it's like no
1: vulnerability trust oh <laughs> I know, I know, even crowning, oh, my daughter of the totally. king, authority, and it was all about <laughs> crushing snakes, walking in spiritual conflict, wow. of standing the ground, holding the line, knowing how to stand firm, be a watchman of the wall, watch for sin, yeah. guarding the heart, my heart, and walking yeah. in authority with With Christ, but allowing God to do work of like exactly that, and not allowing sin. Yeah. And what the enemy was trying to take, you know, all those things. Well, I remember your word about even the arrows in the back. I mean, that's no fun. (laughs) No, no, that was no fun. (laughs) But then I got into God's presence, and I was full of diamonds. So okay. (laughs) But you know, it's true. It's really true. God is going to give you a word because that is who God is. And even if you're like, well, I don't know how to how do you hear the word. Sometimes I like you know how does that happen? Sometimes I'll get a picture. Like this year I had an actual picture, but when I look back in the fall, I actually was having a few visions, like open visions. We've talked openly about that. An open vision is when you have a picture flash in front of your eyes when your eyes are open. You're fully awake, but you're it's almost like you're watching something in your mind. That's an open vision. You could have a dream. You could have a scripture stand out all of a sudden you're reading a scripture and a word you just it's something, it almost wraps itself around your heart. And you're like, write that word down. There might be a few of them and then just wait on the Lord and ask him. So that's kind of how that's happened for me in those multiple different ways. How about for you, Lori, for, as far as finding out. Yeah, no, it's very similarly. And I like how you, I like how you say like,
0: wait on the Lord. And I think over time and through discipline and also seeing, um, I, after many years, like, I don't know how many years we've been doing this, but Mm -hmm. it's been a long time. Like Mm -hmm. it's been more than 10 years. It's like maybe 15 or 20 years. I don't know a long time that we've been doing this, but year over year, I've learned the discipline of waiting when I can't shake something. Mm -hmm. I like it just runs over my mind. I can't let it go. There's just something that I can sense there's more to that than what I understand in the exact moment. And it's it's so interesting how it happens and it doesn't really make sense because you'll just be either reading a scripture or sometimes it's something external too. Mm-hmm. Something is something that mm-hmm. someone says to you. Sometimes yes. it's something you see written somewhere in a book. Sometimes it's a line you hear in a song. Like it, it can come to you anywhere, but all of a sudden something sticks with you about that and you can't stop thinking about it it keeps coming back to your mind notice those things because mm-hmm. god wants to say something he wants to speak something and he often doesn't reveal the whole picture in one moment he gives it to you piece by piece by piece because he wants that that relationship of waiting he wants you to keep coming to him to keep resting in him to keep trusting him For the next part of that story. And and you can be patient in it. You don't have to be in a hurry. It's a beautiful unfolding that God is often doing um, as he's speaking that. But yeah, it's that waiting piece that you learn. It's a discipline to learn to listen, to see, and then to wait, to wait and rest. And some things... Never, like they never materialize into anything more than just that stuck with you and other things. There's a building upon building upon building. And so you just have to wait and you you never know which it's going to be, but you just trust and you wait on it
1: and you let God unfold what he needs to. I love that. And it's really important as you're saying that even write those things down, you know, as something comes, like it might just really hit you in the scripture. Or like you said, it could be something external. You hear a word and something just grabs your heart, write it down and you might have a list of 3, 4, 10 things and like exactly what you said, Lori, wait on the Lord, ask God. And he, once you'll start, to, it'll start to identify itself. God will start to reveal it through. I love there's a, a saying called the sacred echo. Mm. I love that where it's like, God, it's a sacred thing. He keeps echoing, like repeating something in your life, you start to hear it somewhere else or someone says it, or you notice even in a store, you'll see it. It starts to become this sacred echo where God starts to take this word or this message. And it just keeps repeating it. If you watch and wait and listen and look, God's going to show you. He's going to show you. It's that simple. And if once you decide on it, just pray into it and say, okay, Lord, I'm running with this. And uh, we've done different things with it, studies of the word all through the scripture, like you could pull up whatever the word is. And anyway, we're kind of giving you some things to work with because I don't even know how this even started, but we've been doing this for so long. That's exactly, we'll choose songs that have to do with it. We'll look for every scripture that have to do with those words. And we'll just start to kind of immerse ourselves in that um, word that we feel God is leading us in on top of our devotional life. But this is also feeding a step of faith. And our identity in Christ. So, anyways, all that to say, this year uh, I was waiting on the Lord, and over the fall I had some some pictures, like uh, open visions, during my time with the Lord, and I I just wrote them down. It, I didn't think anything as far as they had to do with uh, the Word, but it was really kind of late. It was at the end of December. It was right before New Year's, and I was like, I I've got all these words written down, and I'm like, okay, God, like I I'm not sensing this yet. Like I I know you have something. So I just waited, like exactly what you said. A day went by, two days, we're getting closer to New Year's, and usually by January 1. I like to kind of know when I'm starting to I'm the same.
0: Off. I'm so the same. <laughs>
1: I'm like, okay, God, you know the date, right? Okay. And so it was really close to that. And it might have been like the 27th, 28th. I was spending my time with the Lord, and I just got this vivid picture. And in my picture... And it just, as a little backdrop, it just so happens I do the Bible project, reading through the Bible. I just do that every day as part of one of my, um, my reading of the Bible. And I just happened to move into Matthew, the very beginning of Matthew. So anyways, going back to my vision, I had this picture and it literally was a huge, old, magnificent door. And as I'm looking at this door, it was like, almost like a movie, like the, all of a sudden gold letters appeared on it and it said 2021, and I looked down the side of it. Now there was no other door beside it. This is not foreboding or anything like that, but I looked down and I saw every single doorway of my life, 1975 when I was born, 1976, and I could just see all of a sudden this whole line of all the doorways, realizing these were the years that God has given me the grace on this side of eternity to walk through. We're only given that key, and it was a key in my hand on the January 1st we're not guaranteed tomorrow but here I am January 1st the beginning of a new year and here my doorway appeared and I I took the key and I put the key in and it was just as soon as I placed the key in the keyhole I was overwhelmingly aware there was someone right behind me and I knew it was Jesus and I turned around and I just said actually this key is not mine it's yours to open this is not my doorway. It's yours. And he, it was like the joy. He stood in front. He opened the door and it's just like the movies. You know, when you open that door and it's full of light and he stepped into the doorway and he turned around and he put his hand out and he said, follow me. And I put my hand in his hand and that was, that was it. Just like that. I almost feel like I want to start crying. It was oh so my vivid. Goodness, I have chills everywhere. Yeah. And the word was follow And in the fall, I kept getting this sense, like, follow the king wherever he goes. What is in the king's presence? You know, when I think of the king, it's position, it's provision of his promise, it's his presence following the king. And it was just like, in this picture, I could see him saying, no matter what this year holds, follow the king. Like, he's in front of me. He's got the key of my life. This is his year. It's not my life. It's his. And that was my word, follow. And I... And it just so happened in Matthew, I'm writing where he's calling the disciples like, "Follow me, I'll make you fishers of men," and literally fall. I had a picture of fish, of fishing, of all these fish coming up. I had a picture of wheat, like the harvest, and him talking about the harvest. And I just, I don't know how that's all going to unfold. And I, I'm like you and I have been talking about revival. I will spend my days believing Listen, for revival. Keep speaking that out. Amen. You prophesy
0: it so powerfully. Amen. I'm riding your prophecy train, man, on (laughs) what
1: you're sensing. But no, the uh, salvations and supernatural, like the Acts Church, like from people in their homes, bringing people to Christ. Like it's just incredible. Anyway, I just feel it this year for me is follow. So it's following the king wherever he goes. And what grace have we been given that even to be able to be in the eyesight of our king, like just to see his robe, to be able to always have him there. That's my prayer this year. May I never lose sight of you. Like keep me following you, like in that grace, in the grace of the sight of you. Like that's, that's the grace. So for me, it's the follow the King. So follow is my word. And then in that word, I feel like all these pieces that were kind of at the fall, God is kind of attaching to that. And I'm excited to see how he's going to unfold it. Because, like we just said, we have pieces, but God has a plan and a purpose with those words. So, that really is the heart. And you know, when we think about our lives, it really is that the ultimate is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind. And what is that? Following him, obeying him. He is the king. He, we follow one king, his kingdom. Our mouths, our hearts, our devotions, our affections are about him. And so where he goes is where I want to go. And so like he called the disciples, he says, come and follow me and I will show you how to fish for people. That's my call this year to be like, I, I want to follow. You call, that was his first words to the disciples. Come, follow, come. It wasn't repent, get your life right. It was follow. And what comes with following? All of those provisions. All of it came. We just had to follow, you know? And then we hear the stories of ones that didn't follow or turned away. We don't know all the stories, but what happened to those that chose to follow? Remarkable. We're still reading about them thousands of years later oh my but goodness. his first words and that's what's been striking me right. his first words to his disciples was, come first follow.
0: instruction to uh were his disciples first instruction
1: follow me follow me wow so oh, that's, that's my word So
0: cool i can totally see how though with all of that god has been speaking to you over this last season how the word follow like it like it didn't you wouldn't have known that that was going to be the word. That was the download from the Holy spirit. Like that sort of brought all of it together, but that really was what God was saying that whole time, Mm -hmm. you know, but Mm -hmm. in this context, when it brings it to Jesus and the gospel and the great commission and all that, you know, God is doing in this season. I just love that connection both between the old Testament, the new Testament, you know, our King, God, Jesus, all of it. It's
1: really powerful and really, really beautiful. Wow. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So I'm excited. So, so I'm excited to see what God is going to do, because if we're with the king, we can be at total peace. Yeah. No yeah. matter what this door opens, like that door opening, we don't know what 2021 holds. Mm, right. But our king goes before us. Right. And we just, and he leans back to say, follow. So no matter you listening today, you might be in a place where you are feeling really overwhelmed with discouragement, perhaps your life circumstances are so difficult right now whether it's loved ones your marriage sickness whatever it may be maybe you're paralyzed with anxiety fear i want you to picture right now walking through a doorway but your king is in front of you turned around with his hand out say follow me that security and that safety that you are not alone your king goes before you and because your king goes before you All that the King is and has is yours. It's your provision, it's your promise and protection. And so may just that picture, when you start to feel overwhelmed, literally physically reach your hand up and grab hold of the King, his hand. Literally in those moments in the night where maybe you're petrified or overcome, or you're praying and you don't even have the words to say, lift up your hand and say, I'll follow. And just picture your hand is his like that's how simple it is. Yeah. He's he's reaching out to you today. So I just feel like that's the that's the heart of God. That's yeah. That's beautiful. I love that you just
0: said that because you know, even as we're sharing our words, they're not just words just for us. Like as God speaks and as he reveals things, it's to edify one another. So, you know, I joked a minute ago saying I'm jumping on your prophecy <laughs> train about revival, but no, but that's exactly <coughs> mm-hmm. why God speaks to us as the body, and that's why we're a body. We're It's meant to edify and encourage each other, and I love that you just encouraged people to grab hold of what's meaningful from that word for their life, and that's exactly what we're all supposed to do, and that's why it is so encouraging to be able to listen. It's not like, oh, why did God speak to Rhonda like that? I want a word like that. No, that is a word for you too. That is a word for all of us because God is speaking to his kids and that's us like we're brothers and sisters and it's for all of us Mm -hmm. and so you can as you listen let your spirit just fill with excitement and anticipation about who God is and what he wants to do in your life too I love that that's a powerful word I'm excited to see how God is Mm going to continue to unfold that and I hope and I pray and I align my heart and my spirit with yours for revival I pray that many 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 would
1: follow him like oh, so good. I know, so so good. So, so good. Yeah. Like we just said that. But that's the thing. Like we we want to spend our days believing for revival. Now, if we don't see it on this side of eternity, we're gonna be in heaven rejoicing with every single person that comes to know Christ. Like it says in heaven. Heaven rejoices with every saint, every person that gives their life to Christ. It talks about that with every soul that repents. Heaven rejoices. It also talks about the great cloud of witnesses that are witnessing what is happening. We're going to be rejoicing either way. I would love to be a part of fishing for men on this side of eternity. That is the commission in a revival context. I mean, that's our call every day: is to walk with spiritualized with the commission. That's our purpose: is to lead people to Christ, not just with our lifestyle. Not just by the way we live, with our words, preaching the gospel. Like that's our, you know, that is actually the boldness to preach the gospel. That is our commission to declare Jesus Christ in our world. It's not just by the way we live, it's using our mouths as well. But to see it in a revival context would be astounding. Like I dream about that. And I wanna spend my days anticipating that and dreaming of it and believing it prophesying it declaring it because i'm living it and, and walking living,
0: it out yes. and, and creating space and yeah. opportunity for the movement of the holy spirit like, that's
1: right because it starts in us like we're revived with that yeah. revival fire yeah, and yeah. it starts in us to have that passion for that so anyway that wow. is exactly so 2021 i mean we're we're he's going before us so we just we're gonna go we're gonna go Oh, uh, I love it. And you know what?
0: I'm committed. I'm committed yeah. to prayerfully, prayerfully, whatever it is, whatever it requires of us. Mm-hmm. Like I'm all in, mm-hmm. I'm all in mm-hmm. whatever the cost. Yeah. Like I, I uh. <laughs> I know I'm excited. I am excited. Yeah. I know it doesn't come all with ease and only in ease. I know there's struggle in it too. And I know even just the the entering into the spiritual warfare of pressing into this is not easy but ah i kind of love it
1: it is uh, totally you know i think even people listening to our podcast might think oh you guys are you always like this Do you we contend for this as well like there's days I get up feeling discouraged or feeling kind of wah, wah, you know, <laughs> it really is like we're people, we're just people, Yeah. but it really is when it talks about fanning the fires of your heart and really fanning into flame. You, you have to do that. You have to speak to your spirit. Like even David, when he said, why so downcast? Oh, my soul, put your hope in God. He was speaking to a spirit man. He wasn't speaking to everyone. He's he speaking to himself. Yeah. Sometimes we have to speak to our, our spirit man to say, okay, wake up. Come on, wake up, wake up, fan the flame. Let's speak in the Holy Spirit or let's start to pray. Let's start to like press in. If I'm discouraged, I'm going to start to speak life. I'm going to speak these scriptures over my circumstance. We have to press in that way through the word of God. It doesn't always just come out of emotion. It's an intentional decision. And even as we're talking about the words, like setting yourself up for a word, this is also an intentional way for you to prophetically declare over your life, life. And like this word follow, these are words now I'm going to start to believe and picture like putting my hand into Christ. When I wake up in a day or I face a circumstance, I think, oh my goodness, I don't have the wisdom for this, or I don't know how to handle this. I can just Like literally picture myself putting my hand in the king's hand to say, I'm following you. Take the lead. Show me. You're like, I'm following you. I'm looking to you. I'm relying on you. I'm dependent on you. So God gives you these pictures or these words to align your heart and your spirit. So even Lori, as you're speaking that, that prophetic, this is life for you. this This is life for us too. And this is something we have to intentionally do. And it doesn't always come. We're also in COVID. We're also not doing ministry that we've been been able to do. But you know what? This is where we really can get a hold of these principles and the hold of God in our own secret place to say, no, I am not being dictated by the outside. I am ruled by one king. And I know what this king is. I've seen his faithfulness. I have followed him for many years. I have seen him be so faithful and there is no changing. He's an unchanging God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if He is the same God that's been with me all these years, I'm I'm not turning back. This is my lifeline. This is it. There's no other way. Yeah. Anyways, I could go on and on today. No, no, no. It's so
0: good. It's honestly, it's so good. And I think too, like part of the awakening moment today for me, as we're sitting and we're having this conversation, is exactly just that. Like we have to be in environments where we're talking about this, where we're mm-hmm. praying about this together, where we're prophesying, where we're speaking mm-hmm. to our spirit, where we're sharing what God has said. And and even listening to a podcast can do this for you on your own. We have yes. to put ourselves in intentional environments, whether you, know, you come online for our live uh, morning prayer, whether you are getting together on Zoom right now, because uh, yeah, we're in lockdown right now. We can't get together with people. So w- no matter how you do it, get on the phone with someone, get on a FaceTime with someone. You need to be having these conversations because we stir each other up as we have them. Because this year, the interesting thing going into as the new year changed over, I found because again, we went in after Christmas right into a lockdown and all of that and going, you know, getting back into work and all of that. I just felt like this wrestle in my spirit of why bother. Mm -hmm. Why bother? Mm -hmm. Like there's, it's such an, anticlimactic sort of a turn of the year. Nothing changed. We're still in the same old. In fact, it's worse and it's terrible and we're still isolated and there's so many things we can't do and, you know, navigating kids and families and their struggles in the midst of it and then people in the church and all of it and missing people and missing community and all of those things that there is this constant wrestle of like, why bother? Why bother? Oh my gosh! Why get dressed today? Why bother? Mm. And you, you, you have to fight those feelings. You can't give so into those feelings every day. Yeah, in a moment, sure. Yeah, sure. You, you, you're like, oh, this sucks. Da 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 da. But you can't give in and let that be the ruler. We have a ruler. We have a king. And when we come to him, when we kneel before him, he literally does clothe us Mm. with the power that we need for every single moment of every day. Even if that moment is just to get over our own sense of like purposelessness in this season, we have more time than ever. People are consuming news. People are consuming All of these things that are forming their mind away from who God is and what he says, like we have to get into the word. More than ever and more than anything else, it has to be what's forming us because that's the way of our King, right? That's the way of our King. So all this is so important, like what we're doing right now, but even participating, listening to podcasts like this, getting with people, having these conversations, letting your spirit be stirred by having these conversations is exactly how we hear God, how we get refocused back on the mission to follow him, which honestly, that's the grassroots of the whole mission. Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) This is the whole call. Follow me. This is, this is, this is what we're called to do, what we're supposed to do. So I just, yeah, I just want to affirm how important this is is in our discipleship and in our walk with Christ.
1: Oh, I, I can't agree yeah. more. And like, yeah, our, our spirits are getting fired up. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, Lori, that's such powerful yeah. words. And we just want, we're sharing this with you because we want to give you something to hold on to. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to talk about, you know, what God is doing, but some of you may be at home thinking, how do I do that? I'm feeling so discouraged. So exactly what mm-hmm. you said is what you need to mm-hmm. do. You, the, these are ways that you practically can take a step. So today is a new day. Yeah. Start Today. Call somebody after you listen to this podcast and say, I want to talk to you about what God's been doing in my life. And as you exchange, it is incredible what starts to happen in your spirit. And also we deposit into one another, just so much like encouragement and also life. We just start to deposit what is healthy and true and noble and good because we're speaking about something so profound. And so... Yeah. anyway
0: yeah I am so excited to. I'm gonna let you guys in on a little tiny secret <laughs> of what is to come but this year we're gonna we're, we're we will unpack a full podcast on it and talk a little bit more about it um at some point but um you know This exact thing that we're doing today, we want to create an environment where more of us can have an opportunity like this to be encouraged, to be stirred up, to speak to our spirit man, to be able to, to call it into alignment, into the position that God has for us. And um, we're going to be doing something, launching something later this year called HeartStrong. And it really is just what we're talking about today. It's a discipleship journey for us to really align ourselves and prepare, prepare for the spiritual war that we're in, prepare and ready ourselves and train. And very much like we would go to a gym and get on a fitness plan, very much for our spirit, HeartStrong is going to be a discipleship, kind of like a fitness plan for our spirit and something that anybody is welcome, both men and women are welcome to to be a part of and participate in. And again, we'll unpack more about this, but I'm just really excited because even as we talk about this, I feel like HeartStrong really does fit in with The follow me. This Mm -hmm. is exactly the heart of Heartstrong. It's the heart of Jesus saying, follow me. And this is how we can do it together. Even in a season of isolation, this is a way that we can do it together. Because the hardest part about this time is being alone. Mm -hmm. and getting discouraged Mm -hmm. while we're alone and getting taken out by the enemy while we're alone and getting lost in our thoughts and our emotions while we're alone. But HeartStrong, I think is going to bring an answer to bringing us together on this journey of following Jesus. Oh, I love that. It's going to be an exciting year. It is. It is. That's awesome. Well, Rhonda, I love that. You know what? I think we should save my word for another podcast because I think we'll have a whole other, a whole other list of things to chat about in it. So what do you it. think about that? I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, this was awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your word with us today. It truly was powerful. I literally had chills and I feel my spirit so stirred about this and just so aligning my heart with yours for revival to, to completely follow Jesus with all of our hearts and
1: um, to believe him for revival for many, many, many to come to know him. Amen. That's the cry of our hearts. And for those of you that are praying for salvations in your family, praying for salvations in your work, your neighbors, people around you, we stand with you and we call this year as we follow Christ. He says, I will make you fishers of men. So Lord, we just thank you in advance for salvations this year, for revival this year. And so we follow you. and We thank you that that is your heart, that not one would not know you. And so we are excited to be a part of the Great Commission. And that is what our purpose is. You know, this is not our home. We're here for the purpose of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and how beautiful are the feet of those that are fitted with the good news of Jesus Christ. And so we're running with those feet following our King and spreading the news of Christ. And so we're believing for salvation and we speak salvation over your, like your family, those that you're believing for, your children, your husbands, your wives, we're believing for salvation. And we just align, Lori and I align our hearts with you. And we call those home. We call those children home to the table of the father, where there is a place for them that has been reserved for them. And so we call them to the table this year. And that is salvation in the name of Jesus Christ, that name above every name, the blood of Jesus Christ has paved the way. And so we just speak that out this year in the name of Jesus. So God bless you. Thank you for joining us today.
0: And to just love know it.
1: that we're following the king all in together. Oh, love it. And we're crushing snakes. And we're crushing, we're snakes. crushing snakes. I'll be doing Yes. Ah, yeah, it. absolutely. <laughs> Have a great day. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Awakening Moments podcast. We pray that you are filled with hope and joy as you navigate the challenges of life. And we would love for you to subscribe
0: to this podcast or share it with your friends. And remember, you are so loved by God
1: and he is always with you.